overwhelming evidence, Joe Biden and his son Hunter were bribed with $5 million each from foreign actors. But DOJ is going to indict Trump again. Details coming up with a special edition of the Doc Washburn Show. Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show. We push back against the Uniparty and Deep State and let you into the news that traditional talk radio is all too often afraid to talk about. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburn.com, click on the button that says Become a Patron, and we really appreciate all of our patrons. Also, please remember to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check out our new conservative sports podcast, Red Pill Sports, with my friend Donnie Copeland, which drops Tuesday evenings at 11 p.m. Central. All right, you know what time it is. Very credible allegations come out that foreign actors bribed Joe Biden and Hunter Biden $5 million each. So Biden's DOJ tells Trump, hey, guess what? We're going to indict you. Now, let's get into what's going on here. Before we talk about the indictment, we're going to share with you the evidence for why there should be a very different indictment. Here's Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert of Colorado about the evidence against the Bidens. Hey, I want to talk to you about what's going on in the Oversight and Accountability Committee, and it ain't good for the Bidens. I just viewed the unclassified FD-1023 record in a skiff, proving that Joe Biden was involved in a $5 million bribery scheme to sell out the American people. Thanks a lot, big guy. This document memorialized the testimony of a trustworthy whistleblower who worked for the FBI for over a decade. This document corroborates the testimony of a foreign national who claimed to have bribed then Vice President Joe Biden. Christopher Ray has refused to comply with our subpoena and release these unclassified documents to the American people to view for yourselves. Instead, he has only allowed members of the committee to view the records in a skiff where the documents were even redacted. Let me tell you, the other side of the aisle would never allow this to stand. Last Congress, we saw Nancy Pelosi abuse her power as Speaker of the House to establish the sham January 6th Unselect Committee to play political games. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Peter Navarro, Dan Scavino, and even Steve Bannon were all unjustly held in contempt of Congress. Since the 82nd Congress, the House Oversight and Accountability Committee has acted as the voice of the American people to ensure their government is working for them, not against them. It's time we wield our power and hold FBI Director Ray in contempt. This committee has obtained thousands of pages of financial records tying nine Biden family members to bribes from Chinese and Romanian companies and laundering their money through shady shell companies. We have real evidence that Joe Biden has sold out the American people with his years of shady business deals with foreign nationals, and we subpoenaed the deep state to get answers for you. Surprise surprise, the woke and weaponized FBI is refusing to comply. I am determined to hold them accountable. Christopher Ray receives a salary from We the People. He works for you. He wasn't hired to cover up for the Biden crime family. The American people 
deserve to know how Biden sold them out. It's time we held Director Ray in contempt of Congress. And if he refuses to reply and release the records so the American people can make up their own minds about Biden's $5 million bribe, we don't need the FBI, the media, or even Congress to filter the evidence. We want the truth. Share this message far and wide and help demand Director Ray release the records. All right, there's Lauren Boebert. Now, next, Marjorie Taylor Greene, U.S. Congresswoman from Northwest Georgia. Reading this form today shows the pure distinction. This information, this source that came forward, it's a paid informant by the FBI. This has nothing to do with Giuliani. This has nothing to do with the information that he brought forward in 2020. It's totally separate, and it's extremely credible because he's a paid informant. I made some notes after I left the skiff based on the information, and I'll, I'll share that with you guys right now. Basically, what was happening there is back in 2015-2016, Burisma was looking to buy a, a U.S.-based oil and gas company. And this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden, as vice president, had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the informant was trying to do the right thing and trying to advise Burisma that they shouldn't go this route. They should hire an attorney, work out their problems that they were being investigated for because they were having other legal problems. And that's why they were being investigated by this prosecutor, Shokin. The informant was advising them, don't go this route. Why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. So he's trying to tell them to do the right thing. The owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. He also told the informant this is common practice in Russia and Ukraine. It's common practice. It's part of business there. That's how their culture works, that they will pay bribery money in order to get business deals done. And that many businesses take that into account. They put it in their budget, basically, when they're preparing to buy another company or start another company, that that's just normal. And so over in Ukraine, for them to consider hiring Hunter Biden on the board in order to make their problems go away, which was the prosecutor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma for corruption and legal problems. This was definitely illegal for a vice president of the United States and their family members. The informant had asked the owner of Burisma if he was happy that Trump won, and he said no, he was not happy. Remember, he had invested a lot of money into the Bidens to make his problems go away. But he did say that it would take 10 years for all of us to find out the payments made to the Bidens because of how many bank accounts there were. 
He said at the time there were no direct payments made to the big guy, but in the meeting later, after he had become more upset as things were unfolding, he told the informant that he has two pieces of evidence showing proof of payment to Hunter and specifically Joe Biden. You see, I think what everyone needs to understand is, is that business owners, at least most Americans, whether they're good or bad, whether they perform their business in a legal manner or a corrupt manner, they always keep records of their business payments, uh, accounts and receivables. That's how it's done. And this owner of Burisma kept a record, especially of the bribes. And if you're in an industry where you have to pay bribes to get your business deals done, then you always want to keep a record and keep proof of your bribes because that's how you make sure you get people to follow through on what they're done with. What I read today is, again, shocking. Just as what I read in the Treasury Department with all the SARS report is shocking. But we are going to continue following this investigation. We're going to continue to look into every single thing that we can uncover. We need the FBI to keep cooperating with us. That's extremely important. And I have very high expectations of Christopher Ray that he'll do the right thing and continue. Wait, what? Wait, what? You have expectations of Christopher Ray that he'll do the right thing? What? I mean, that's like Trump saying recently that the jury's still out. He's not sure whether it was a good or a bad thing to nominate Christopher Ray as FBI director. No, I don't think the jury's out. Christopher Ray has been over backwards to protect Biden. I mean, she was doing so good until she said that. Anyway, here's the rest. You are showing the, us the information that we're asking for. What I'm upset about, though, is the FBI doesn't think the American people are worthy of this unclassified information. I certainly do. I think the American people deserve to see it and know every single bit of it. That's why when I left the skip, I made all my notes on, on this piece of paper here so that I could explain everything to the American people. Well, I wish the majority of them... Um, we're aware, but most American people have no idea what's going on, and that's a shame. Joe Biden got a question about his uh, corruption. Congresswoman Nancy Mesa substantiating evidence in the FBI file that he sold out of the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. <laughs> Where's the money? I'm joking. It's a bunch of malarkey. Well, now, U.S. Representative Byron Donalds had something to say about that. He said, Joe Biden just asked, where's the money? When pressed on whether or not he sold out the country with his, family, his family's business deals. Byron Donald said, Joe, the money is hidden in the dozens of LLCs you and your family created to hide the money. You can run, but you can't hide from House Republicans. Well, I, I don't know. Sounds good. I'm sure By- Byron Donald wants to do the right thing here, but what does he mean you can run, but you can't hide from House Republicans? Y'all actually going to impeach him? I mean, 
I uh, I can't imagine. I don't know. You can run, but you can't hide from uh, House Republicans. Now, uh, Trump's main opponent in the upcoming primary season, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, had something to say. He went on Twitter. Now, last time Trump was indicted, DeSantis waited until the indictment was actually revealed, until it was actually lodged. He didn't say anything when Trump just said, hey, I'm about to be indicted. This time he went ahead the same day that Trump said, hey, look, uh, they just told me I'm going to be indicted. Governor DeSantis said the weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to a free society. We have for years witnessed an uneven application of the law depending upon political affiliation. Why so zealous in pursuing Trump, yet so passive about Hillary or Hunter? The DeSantis administration will bring accountability to the DOJ, excise political bias, that means cut it out excise political bias, and end weaponization once and for all. So pretty strong words there. But, you know, this, this, the irony here is this goes back to an area of agreement that Trump and DeSantis have, whether either one of them will acknowledge it, which is, hey, this is a whole lot bigger than Donald Trump. If they could do this to him, who can't they do this to? If they could do this to Donald Trump, who wouldn't they do this to? Who wouldn't be next? And this is one of the reasons I was so upset late last year when 18 Republican U.S. senators joined with all the Democrats to vote for the $1.7 trillion spending bill which included hundreds of millions more for the DOJ and the FBI and a new $1 billion FBI headquarters. So these 18 U.S. senators on on the Republican side of the aisle voted to give hundreds of millions more to DOJ and FBI so they can persecute even more people who vote Republican and didn't do anything wrong. And I'm sad to say that the state I live in, Arkansas, represented by two U.S. Senators, Tom Cotton and John Bozeman, they both voted for much more money for the DOJ and the FBI to come after their own voters. Just just a crying shame. Now, the Epic Times reports many of the corruption allegations swirling around Biden have been around for years, dating back to his son, Hunter Biden's early trips to China with him on Air Force Two. 
But recently, a flood of new information has come to light. This includes allegations from two separate whistleblowers, one with the IRS involving the Hunter Biden criminal probe and another who's alleging corruption and potential bribes on the part of Joe Biden. The Epic Times says there are also allegations from Representative James Comer regarding flows of foreign money through shell companies to the Biden family. The whistleblower accusations of corruption that describe a criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Joe Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions potentially represent the biggest news, but these allegations may be just the tip of the iceberg. New Ukraine Revelation On April 16, 2014, then-Vice President Biden met at the White House with Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer. Although it isn't known what was discussed at that meeting, it appeared to have set many events in motion. One week later, April 21, 2014, Joe Biden traveled to Ukraine, offering not only his political support, but also $50 million in aid for Ukraine's shaky new government. I guess that was the new government as a result of the coup that we helped them overthrow the legitimately elected Ukrainian government. Anyway, during Joe Biden's Ukraine visit, April 22nd, 2014, it was announced that Devin Archer had suddenly joined the board of Burisma. As it turns out, Hunter Biden had also joined Burisma's board that same month. But curiously, Burisma didn't announce Hunter Biden's appointment until a few weeks later, May 12th, 2014, after his father's visit to Ukraine had concluded. The Epic Times continues another particularly interesting item within the timeline of events was a very curiously timed trip by Joe Biden, May 21st, 2014, to Romania and the island of Cyprus. The first visit by a senior U.S. official in 50 years, and as it turns out, Cyprus is where Burisma's headquarters happen to be located. No real explanation has been given for that trip other than a White House statement that noted Biden's intention to provide, quote, strong support for a comprehensive settlement to reunify the island as a bi-zonal, bi-communal federation with political equality. The timing of Hunter Biden's appointment to the Burisma board doesn't appear to be accidental, nor for that matter does Joe Biden's trip to... Cyprus. But the Epic Times continues. How did the Bidens end up being involved with Burisma? Why did Joe Biden make that curious trip on May 21st, 2014 to Romania and Cyprus? The first visit by a senior U.S. official in 50 years where Burisma's headquarters just happened to be located? Why did Burisma suddenly send the $3.5 million in early 2014 to Hunter Biden's investment firm? Further questions are raised by a short quote from a New York Post article that notes that Batarina met Hunter Biden and his then-business partner, Devin Archer, for a drink April 2014 at the Villa d'Este, a well-known haunt of Russian oligarchs overlooking Italy's Lake Como. This detail struck me and my co-host as very strange. The Epic Times says here, why would Hunter Biden and Archer have had an informal meeting in Italy with Batterina at this particular moment in time, just as they joined the Burisma board? That same article by the Post also adds a very 
small follow-on note stating on the same trip, Hunter also met the Ukrainian-Russian oligarch owner of Burisma, Mykolai Zloshevsky. It's this bit of information that brings us full circle to the May 12, 2014 email from Burisma's Pozharsky to Hunter Biden that we highlighted at the outset. Pozharsky's email opened with, quote, Following our talks during the visit to the Como Lake and our further discussions, I would like to bring the following situation to your attention. Unquote. Sounds kind of like what the MTG was talking about. They, they have to keep track of their bribes, right? Pozharsky then goes on to address Burisma's legal issues. All of this leaves us pondering a multitude of issues as these events surrounding Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Burisma, and Batarina appear to be somehow interconnected. Further connections present themselves via a dinner held at Cafe Milano April 16, 2015, the same D.C. dinner attended by Pozharsky that we referenced earlier. It says, we know from a series of March 2015 emails that Pozharsky, who's listed as Vadim, and Batarina, who's listed as Yelena and husband, were invited by Hunter Biden to attend that April 2015 dinner in D.C. Joe Biden made it a point to stop by. And then... They linked to Miranda Devine. Miranda Devine, New York Post. Oh, yeah. With a screenshot from Devin Archer's email. You claim a tentative guest list for the event is recounted in the New York Post from one of Hunter Biden's emails three weeks before the dinner did not include Pocharski. Here it is, like we said, Vadim. On the guest list, Hunter wrote a month before the dinner, so sloppy. And Miranda Devine reminds us that all of this stuff, all of this background is in her best-selling book, Laptop from Hell, more relevant than ever, available in all good bookstores. Miranda Devine, New York Post reporter, whose article on Hunter's laptop, which came out October 2020, a few weeks before the presidential election, was censored all over the place. Facebook, Twitter, all over the place. Now, we're just getting started. we got to talk about the, uh, the Trump indictment, the outrage, the double standard of government. But I just, I got to play a little clip here from, again, U.S. Representative from Southwest Florida, Byron Donalds. This document also stipulates that, according to the confidential human source, that money was being moved through several accounts, multiple accounts, to get to Joe Biden. I'm going to say it again. Money was moved on purpose through multiple accounts to get to Joe Biden. That's right. That's why the FBI continues to cover up for Joe Biden. And the DOJ comes after 
Donald Trump. They cover up for the criminal, and they come after the guy leading in the polls for the Republican presidential primary to run against him. More caught up straight ahead. If you've tried to buy a car recently, you realize you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Auto comes in. Red River Auto is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Auto wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. Red River Auto Group has perfected the online buying process. Just go to redriverauto.com and pick from hundreds of new and used vehicles. You can purchase a vehicle online if you have any questions. One of Red River's trained experts will help you through the whole process. Red River Auto makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom. The dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door, no matter where you live in the continental U.S., RedRiverAuto.com. You'll be glad you did. I want to tell you about the best-kept secret in American healthcare. Are you having problems with sinuses and allergies? Are you experiencing dizziness, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar, fibromyalgia, eczema, psoriasis, migraines? The Arkansas Upper Cervical Center might be able to help you. Let me tell you how. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, or C1, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain. When that happens, your central nervous system isn't able to communicate with the rest of your body as it's designed to do. I had severe hay fever for five or six weeks every spring all my life and migraines year-round. When I got my atlas adjusted, the hay fever went away and the migraines went away for good. Whatever malady you're suffering from, do yourself a favor. Call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center, 501-279-2009, for a free consultation. They've helped so many people I know. Please call them to see if they can help you. That number for your free consultation is 501-279-2009. If you're outside Central Arkansas, go to their website, turnmypoweron.com. Click on the tab that says find a doctor near you, and I sure hope you can. If you want to drop your big liberal cell phone carrier, Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier, is a perfect solution. Patriot Mobile has exceptional nationwide coverage and uses the same towers the main carriers use. Patriot Mobile guarantees your coverage. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. And switching to Patriot Mobile usually only takes 15 to 20 minutes. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you shift your support from the leftist progressive agendas of Big Mobile to the Christian conservative causes of Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to organizations that fight for causes you care about. A portion of every dollar they earn is given back to the causes that support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom, freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Now more than ever, it's important to band together and support companies that share our conservative values. Switching is easy. Just do what I did. Go to PatriotMobile.com. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, for free activation. All right, now, 
I think what we need to do is look at what Julie Kelly is saying over at American Greatness because she has been trying to warn people who care about justice, who care about fairness, that this is coming. So here is her article, Former President Donald Trump Charged in Classified Documents Probe, Julie Kelly and American Greatness. Former President Donald J. Trump has been indicted in the district court in Miami on federal counts stemming from Special Counsel Jack Smith's months-long investigation into Trump's handling of classified documents. The indictment represents the first time in U.S. history a former president will face criminal charges. Trump announced the indictment Thursday night on Truth Social. And here's the quote. The corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted seemingly over the boxes hoax, even though Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes at the University of Delaware, additional boxes in Chinatown, D.C., with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania, and documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parks his Corvette and which is, quote, secured, unquote, by only a garage door that is paper thin and open much of the time, unquote. That's what Trump said in a post on Truth Social, 7.21 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursday evening. Julie Kelly continues, he will surrender to authorities in Miami on Tuesday. She says exact charges are unclear. I think we may have an update on that. We'll check in a minute. New York Times reports that the former president faces seven charges. Those counts potentially include obstruction of justice, conspiracy, and unlawful retention of classified material. Attorney General Merrick Garland, appointed by Joe Biden in January 2021, named Smith special counsel last year to take over Garland's existing investigations into both the classified documents matter and Trump's alleged role in the events of January 6th. In a November 2022 announcement, Garland said such an appointment underscores the department's commitment to both independence and accountability. After months of accusations by the National Archives and Records Administration that Trump-era government documents were missing, in violation of the Presidential Records Act, the agency retrieved 15 boxes of records from Trump's primary residence in Palm Beach, Florida, January 2022. The following month, National Archives and Records Administration, or NARA, their Inspector General sent a letter to the Justice Department seeking a criminal investigation into Trump claiming the boxes contained newspapers, magazines, printed news articles, photos, miscellaneous printouts, notes, presidential correspondence, personal and post-presidential records, and a lot of classified records. 
News reports confirmed Garland's Justice Department opened an investigation in April 2022. NARA, over the objection of Trump's legal team amid claims of executive privilege, then gave the FBI access to the files. Despite Team Trump's cooperation with investigators, which included meeting with investigators and counterintelligence chief Jay Bratt at his home, resulting in the production of additional documents in the response to a subpoena, Garland's Justice Department sought and received an overly broad search warrant to conduct a raid of Mar-a-Lago. In another unprecedented move by the Justice Department, armed FBI agents descended on the former president's home and office August of 2022, a raid that Merrick Garland later said he approved. Prosecutors admitted in court filings that agents absconded with roughly 13,000 items, including apparel, books, and the president's passports, but only found 100 unique documents with classification markings. Trump filed a lawsuit demanding a third party handle the alleged classified records. Florida District Judge... Pardon me. Florida District Court Judge Eileen Cannon ordered the appointment of a special master in September 2022 amid concerns investigators that already bungled the probe and the Justice Department's history of damaging leaks. Judge Cannon's appointment of federal judge Raymond J. Deary as special master was overturned on appeal December of 2022. By the way, Cannon is a judge in the same court that will oversee the historic case. Jack Smith's inquiry quickly morphed into an obstruction investigation. The Washington Post reported in October 2022 that Smith's office was looking into how files were handled after the initial inquiry began. Washington Post reporters Devlin Barrett and Josh Dossey wrote, Investigators now suspect, based on witness statements, security camera footage, and other documentary evidence, that boxes including classified material were moved from a Mar-a-Lago storage area after the subpoena was served and that Trump personally examined at least some of those boxes. Smith's prosecutors subpoenaed nearly every employee of Mar-a-Lago, including maids, servers, and one of Trump's personal valets, in an effort to build an obstruction case. At least 20 members of Trump's Secret Service detail also were subpoenaed by special counsel Jack Smith. Favorable court rulings enabled the special counsel's free-for-all pursuit to question anyone in Trump's orbit about both the documents and January 6 matters. Trump lost every legal challenge seeking executive privilege protections. Judge Beryl Howell, the Obama-appointed D.C. District Court judge who handled all behind-the-scenes legal maneuvers by special counsel Robert Mueller and the dual criminal investigations into Trump by Biden's Justice Department, in March took the highly unusual step of piercing attorney-client privilege between Trump and his lawyer, Evan Corcoran. Judge Howell claimed Jack Smith's team had presented sufficient evidence to activate the so-called crime fraud exception to compel Trump's defense counsel Corcoran's grand jury testimony and production of his records pertaining to Trump. It appears special counsel Jack Smith impaneled a grand jury recently in Southern Florida and amid venue concerns, although most of the investigative work was conducted in the hyper-partisan courthouse in Washington, D.C. According to the New York Times, prosecutors would simply have to read 
the early grand jury transcripts to the new grand jurors or have federal agents offer them a summary of the most important points to obtain the indictment in the Florida jurisdiction. Garland also appointed former U.S. Attorney Robert Hur as special counsel in January to investigate Joe Biden's handling and storage of classified documents. Former Vice President Mike Pence, who has now announced he's going to challenge Trump in the 2024 presidential primary, recently was cleared of any wrongdoing related to his possession of classified materials. Special Counsel Smith's ongoing investigation into January 6, however, poses far greater legal jeopardy for Trump. Potential charges include obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to obstruct and witness tampering. Smith could pursue a seditious conspiracy count against Trump Six members of the Oath Keepers and four members of the Proud Boys, so-called militia groups involved in January 6th and tangentially tied to Trump, have been convicted by Washington juries of the rare Civil War era charge. Convictions have resulted in sentences as long as 18 years in prison. Smith could file January 6th related charges against Trump within the next several weeks, and you better believe he will. Julie Kelly had an article April 28th, 2023, American Greatness, entitled Outcome of Proud Boys Trial Could Decide Trump's Fate. Subtitled Guilty Verdicts in the Most Consequential January 6th Trial Will Be the Green Light the Justice Department Has Been Waiting For to Go After the Former President. And let me just read you the first few paragraphs and you'll get the idea of what's going on. I don't know if anybody else is talking about this, but I owe it to you tell you of the hundreds of video clips used as evidence in the marathon trial of five members of the proud boys prosecutors began closing arguments not with a clip of the defendants engaged in criminal activity but with a clip of donald trump the government showed the jury a portion of the september 2020 presidential debate goaded by joe biden and then Fox News host Chris Wallace to condemn uh, so-called white supremacists and militia groups in an effort to downplay Black Lives Matter and Antifa violence. Trump asked him to give me a name. Biden quickly answered the Proud Boys. Trump said in response, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. The offhand remark, Trump later said he didn't know who the Proud Boys were. The offhand remark made the group jubilant. That's what Assistant U.S. Attorney Connor Mulrow told the Proud Boys trial jury back in April. Referring to Ethan Nordine, Joseph Biggs, Enrique Terrio, Dominic Pozzola, and Zachary Rell, Assistant U.S. Attorney Connor Mulrow said these defendants saw themselves as Donald Trump's army fighting to keep their preferred leader in power no matter what. Fighting? Was that why they didn't take any weapons to the Capitol? Fighting? Prosecutors have used the clip at other points during the nearly four-month trial, a not-so-subtle reminder to jurors from a city that voted 93% for Joe Biden that the men on trial supported Trump, but the Justice Department may have a more sinister reason to tie the Proud Boys to the former president. Any convictions in this trial 
would give special counsel Jack Smith an independent prosecutor in name only, justification to pursue similar charges against Trump as a co-conspirator of sorts. In fact, the Proud Boys face three conspiracy counts, seditious conspiracy, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, and a conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging any duties. Conspiracy, according to the government, only requires the agreement of two or more individuals. And it goes on and on. By the way, um, this uh, so-called independent counsel, special counsel, Jack Smith, you know his wife, produces documentaries. She she actually did one for Michelle Obama on Netflix. I just uh, didn't know if anybody had told you that. So I figured that it was my responsibility to. Oh, wait, what's this? Paul Sperry, Real Clear Investigations. Key player in Biden documents removal was caught up in Bill Clinton-era Chinagate scandal. Did you know that? Yeah. Again, I don't know if anybody else is telling you this, but it's my responsibility to, especially because probably nobody else is, the custodian of Joe Biden's vice presidential records, a key witness in his classified documents probe, was caught up in another document scandal while working in the Commerce Department during the Clinton administration, according to court records. Longtime Biden aide and gatekeeper Kathy S. Chung, who has been interviewed by federal prosecutors and congressional investigators in the Biden case, was part of a team sanctioned for withholding and even destroying key documents in the federal case that sought sensitive records from a central figure in the so-called Chinagate fundraising investigation of the late 1990s. Yeah, real clear investigations. Learn this exclusively. A special prosecutor is now investigating whether Biden unlawfully handled top-secret materials in early 2017 when he gave Chung the task of removing boxes containing classified documents from the White House and storing them at various private offices in D.C., including the Chinatown neighborhood. Some of the highly sensitive papers also ended up at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. See, uh, a vice president doesn't have legal authority to take any classified documents anywhere. Uh-uh. No, no. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you've heard about this, but Daily Wire is reporting that... Um, Joe Biden hasn't even been interviewed yet in the classified documents probe. Yeah, NBC News. Hasn't even been interviewed. You realize the FBI has been sitting on the laptop for years. They've also been sitting on the apparently this information about Joe and Hunter each getting $5 million in bribes since 2017. Oh, did you hear the other day they said they're concerned that if the whistleblower is outed, he might be killed and they can't protect him? Well, now why not? Why, why, why? Why couldn't you protect him? And who might kill him? Was Biden got a hit squad? Inquiring minds want to know. Okay, UK Daily Mail update there from... Uh, 
where Julie Kelly said Trump indicted on seven charges, including violation of the Espionage Act over classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago, angrily proclaims his innocence ahead of uh, Miami courthouse appearance next Friday. Pardon me, next Tuesday. Now, the great Mike Davis said the Espionage Act doesn't apply. Doesn't apply to Trump. It's ridiculous. The Presidential Records Act does. Yeah. Which says the president can declassify anything he wants to. Yeah, let's take a look. Mike Davis, I interviewed him a while back on the on the show. Um, he was a clerk for Justice Gorsuch. He also was uh, chief counsel for nominations, working for Senator Chuck Grassley when he was the uh, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, helped to get a lot of judges approved during the Trump administration. So in response to... John Solomon's article over at Justin News, Feds inform Trump he's target likely to be indicted as DOJ rebuffs prosecutorial misconduct claim. Mike Davis says, the FBI got caught covering up evidence. Then VP Biden took a $5 million foreign bribe and changed U.S. policy as predicted. Garland is now moving very fast to indict Trump. By ignoring a 2012 Obama judge ruling and a binding 2019 Office of Legal Counsel legal opinion. But wait, there's more. Mike Davis back on May 31st said the FBI is now admitting it has a document evidencing then Vice President Joe Biden took a foreign bribe, so brace for an indictment soon of President Trump from Garland Special Counsel Jack Smith for so-called obstruction to deflect and protect Biden. Boy, there's, wait, 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 there's more. Serious question for Democrats. If then-Vice President Joe Biden took a $5 million Chinese bribe and changed American policy, can he remain in office as president? Boy, there's more. Mike Davis says, the president doesn't need a security clearance. Americans give him a security clearance when we elect him. He decides who gets to see what, when, and how. He is the security clearance. This is why the 51 former intelligence officials lie about Hunter Biden's laptop being a Russian disinformation campaign. It's so damaging to our country, along with Big tech censoring those who reported the clear foreign corruption on Hunter's laptop, including America's oldest newspaper, the New York Post. They ensured we have a clearly compromised president now. Wow. But wait, there's more from Mike Davis. In response to somebody who says the office of the president is an ultimate 
classification authority, what that means simply is that the president can classify or declassify at his whim. That's why the CIA's document scam of special counsel Smith is such a laughable and illegal exercise. Mike Davis says, legal check, true. Presidential Records Act allows president to keep records when he leaves. Classified or not, Congress funds a very secure office of former president. Trump used Mar-a-Lago as president. Trump raid was bogus to get back damning crossfire hurricane documents. Oh, yeah. Crossfire hurricane documents. Well, there's more. Again, from Mike Davis. 2016. Hillary obstructs justice by destroying illegal home server, hacked by enemies and evidencing Clinton Foundation's pay-for-play foreign bribery schemes. Obama, Biden, AG, FBI, CIA collude with Hillary to launch bogus crossfire hurricane Russian collusion investigation on Trump in 2016, before he's even in office. Then... 2020, FBI covers up Biden's foreign corruption, including then VP Biden taking 5 million Chinese bribe and changing U.S. policy. 51 former Intel officials collude with CIA to call Hunter's laptop, evidencing Biden's corruption, Russian disinformation campaign. Big tech censors New York Post, like I mentioned a little bit ago. Where there's more. In preparation for 2024. January 19th, 2021, Trump declassifies slash keeps copy of Crossfire Hurricane documents. Biden DOJ never performs ordered privacy review slash publicly release. Instead does illegal home raid on Trump to get back records. Garland appoints Jack Smith to indict Trump to distract from Biden crimes. But wait, there's more. The FBI, now admitting it has a document evidencing then-Vice President Joe Biden took a foreign bribe, so brace for an indictment soon, of President Trump. Okay, we already had that one. I apologize. Mike Davis is very thorough. And so sometimes he's quote-tweeting himself. Just so you know. Boy, there's more. In response to Mario Nafal, who has about a half million followers on Twitter, who's CEO of something called IBC Group, some kind of IT company, so he's probably a zillionaire, who says, breaking, Trump caught on tape acknowledging he withheld classified documents. He goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Mike Davis says, presidential records are documents created or received by the president or his White House staff. Under and, 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 and this is key, this is important, so pay attention. Under the Presidential Records Act, the president is allowed to keep his presidential records when he leaves office. doesn't matter whether they're classified. Obviously, many presidential records are classified. That's why Congress funds the office of the former president with secure office space, staff with security clearances, and Secret Service protection. 
President Trump used Mar-a-Lago as his office while president, so it's obviously very secure. Separately, the president can declassify any record he wants. He doesn't get he doesn't need to get permission to do it. And he can even do it through his actions, like simply taking the presidential records when he leaves office. That's what an Obama judge in Washington, D.C. held after Bill Clinton got caught with a year, with eight years of highly classified audio recordings in his sock drawer. Okay? So, Mike Davis continues. Attorney General Merrick Garland, he said this on May 31st. Attorney General Merrick Garland will indict President Trump for having his presidential records allowed by the Presidential Records Act. Garland will do nothing about Biden illegally taking, moving, and using several stashes of stolen classified records from his time as vice president, even a senator for that matter. Won't do a thing. But wait, there's more. Mike Davis saying, guess who recommended FBI Director Christopher Wray to President Trump? Chris Christie. Now, anybody supporting President Trump has got to think it's unfortunate that recently President Trump said, well, I don't know if it was a good idea or a bad idea to uh, nominate Christopher Wray, FBI Director. We'll have to wait and see how it turns out. Well, I mean, he's been FBI director almost six years. I, I think we've seen how it turns out. That, that's unfortunate, but, but wait, there's more. In response to CNN saying federal prosecutors have Donald Trump on tape in 2021 acknowledging he kept a classified Pentagon document about a potential attack on Iran, sources say Mike Davis once again reminds one and all, again, Presidential Records Act allows president to take presidential records when he leaves, classified or not. Congress funds secure office of the former president, staff with clearances and secret service. Clinton held six, pardon me, Clinton had eight years of highly classified recordings in his sock drawer. So, I mean, oh, this is good from John C. Barry. Sandy Berger had classified documents in his pants and got charged with a misdemeanor. Why is anybody wasting time on this? Well, you know why. You know why. They're, uh, they're trying to uh, establish a precedent, aren't they? That's what's going on here. They're trying to establish a precedent. Mike Davis had an article last August saying that Merrick Garland and Christopher Wray must be impeached for unconscionable Trump raid. And yet they weren't. And you wonder how many Republicans there are in the U.S. House who actually care about the future of this country who actually care about the weaponization of this DOJ. I mean, they got a weaponization committee. 
Yeah, there should be a lot of impeachments going on. In my humble opinion. And you're entitled to it. Man, oh man. All right, coming up, our tweet of the day finds the great one, Mark Levin, in rare form. That's next. Mike Lindell says because of your amazing support for MyPillow 2.0, he's expanded MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. So he's clearing out his percale bed sheets by giving them to you at closeout prices. King size percale bed sheets, only $39 a set. Queen size, only $35 a set. Full size, $29. And twin size, just $25. Use promo code DWS to take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime offer. Right now, Mike's biggest My Slippers closeout sale ever is on. Get Mike's all-season My Slippers and Sandals at clearance prices. Mike's all-season moccasin slippers are just $25. Mike's My Slipper Sandals are just $19.50. They're both made with Mike's patented impact gel that absorbs and relieves pressure so you can comfortably wear them all day long. Just use promo code DWS for huge discounts. Remember, DWS stands for Doc Washburn Show. MyPillow.com. Quantities are extremely limited at these amazing prices, so please order now. Just use promo code DWS. You know, the great Ronald Reagan once said, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Have you thought about the benefits of investing in precious metals? Here are five profound benefits. Number one, investing in precious metals is a hedge against inflation. Number two, it's a great way to diversify your portfolio. Number three, asset liquidity. Number four, precious metals tend to be a store of value. They don't tend to depreciate over the long haul. And last but not least, number five, precious metals can be a hedge against geopolitical uncertainty and the struggling U.S. dollar. Andrew Sorcini with Beverly Hills Precious Metals has been involved in gold and silver for over 40 years. Beverly Hills Precious Metals brings precious metals to the homes of everyday American citizens. Mike Flynn told us about them, and they are our gold buyer of choice. To find out more, just Google Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Make sure you ask about the general Mike Flynn silver coin and tell them Doc Washburn sent you. Beverly Hills Precious Metals helps folks protect their finances, wealth, and investments. Hey, let me ask you something. Why continue shopping big box stores if you can get the items you need from a family-owned company? Now you can get around this crazy inflation by shopping factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Americans are walking away from the big box conglomerates and deciding to buy only USA. Join with fellow patriots to cut off the cash flow of the big woke corporations that are trying to destroy our country. These products include fresh American-raised beef, raised in the Montana mountains near Yellowstone. This beef is known as Never Ever. Never has the animal ever been exposed to antibiotics, hormones, or vaccines. This prime or high-choice beef is shipped directly to your door. Pricing and availability is exclusive only to our members and isn't shipped anywhere else in the world. Let's start voting with our dollars to make sure our purchases are supporting companies that promote freedom. Email us at buyonlyusa at proton.me and I'll have one of my guys contact you. Buyonlyusa at proton.me. All right, it's that time. Hit it, Brian. 
We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. And it's brought to you by Red River Auto. Red River Auto, big old car dealership in the middle of the USA, the beliefs in freedom, including your freedom to buy the car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice at RedRiverAuto.com. Have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental USA. Today's Tweet of the Day is the great one, Mark Levin, in rare form. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. This is a disgusting, disgusting uh, mark on American history for the future to come by these bandits in the White House, by the Democrat Party that don't play fair anymore. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule. And they have used the Department of Justice and the FBI to get what they want. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue, Soviet-style prosecutor. The Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute, and it was never intended to be. The Espionage Act of 1917 was passed under Woodrow Wilson, another corrupt president. Woodrow Wilson used it to go after his adversaries, and they imprisoned 2,000 people. So I suppose over there at the Department of Injustice, and this clown prosecutor spent a lot of time at The Hague, they probably figured these laws could be used to try and entrap Trump. All these obstruction issues that they claim, where the former Attorney General, Bill Barr, comes up here and bloviates about it, and all the formers coming on talking about obstruction. They have them on obstruction. There'd be no obstruction issue of any kind, not even in anybody's imagination, had they not criminalized this case. This is a document case. A document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces a hundred years in federal prison? Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? Joe Biden says he never told them what to do. Joe Biden had to sign off on this becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. Who does he think he's lying to? The American people? This is a guy that's got documents from the time he was in the U.S. Senate, for God's sakes, in his garage. I don't want to hear from the legal analysts the technicalities about false statements and obstruction. This should never have been a criminal case. Willful retention of documents. Well, what's the unwillful retention of documents mean? They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes to grow out of the criminal investigation against Trump. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No. That's why we have an espionage act. Not the trick of a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No. The government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point. But they throw the book at him. They go after his attorneys. They make them testify. They're attorneys under the crime fraud exemption to attorney-client privilege. That means he didn't have due process. His own lawyers were being subjected to interrogations. And they had hundreds of in-person people testifying in front of grand juries. Thousands of collections of documents. For what? For what? And they indict him today?
They indict him today in Miami. All of a sudden it's in Miami. All of a sudden we have a Florida grand jury because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue issues that could lose him his case. This guy, this prosecutor, he lost 8-0 to zero in the U.S. Supreme Court when they overturned the conviction of the former governor of Virginia because this jerk took a statute and expanded it. A jury in North Carolina wouldn't convict John Edwards because this jerk took a campaign statute and expanded it. And he's taken this case and he's undermining the country and he's interfering with a presidential election. And let me be clear, as Jared said, the Attorney General of the United States made this final decision. This is not the independent counsel statute. This is a special counsel appointed by the Attorney General under a Department of Justice regulation. This Attorney General, who pretends he's Helen Keller, he made the decision to indict the former president, and they made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. And that's exactly what's going on here. Let me go on. Joe Biden is the crookedest crook that's ever been in the Oval Office. Everywhere we look, there's a predicate for a special counsel. They won't appoint a special counsel, even though it's compelled under the law in which they appointed this special counsel. And you're not supposed to appoint a special counsel against your political opponent. You're supposed to appoint one in the case of Biden. 20 shell corporations, $10 million coming from the communist Chinese military, spread out among the family, no businesses to support this, endless meetings, endless meetings with with Biden's, uh, with Hunter Biden's business partners, Bob Alinsky, who ties Joe Biden to the crimes, Mr. Big, Mr. 10%, and what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us. Come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized a damn document case to go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans. Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat Attorney General in New York, Democrat Prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat Prosecutor in Atlanta, Democrat Attorney General in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. What's going on here is a disgusting disgrace. It is war on Trump. It is war on the Republican Party, and it is a war on the Republic. The radical left is doing what the radical left does while they cover up for Biden the way they covered up for Hillary. If Donald Trump is to be charged like this, Hillary Clinton should have been charged with 10,000 counts of obstruction because that's how many emails she destroyed. And five counts of destroying cell phones because that's how many cell phones they destroyed. I'm done and I'm sick of it. That's a great one, Mark Levin. I was honored to have filled in for uh, Mr. Levin 11 times on his nationally syndicated radio talk show. I would still be in the regular rotation of fill-in hosts were it not for the fact that I was fired by the company that syndicates Mr. Levin. But uh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and I appreciate him standing up 
And again, as President Trump said, this is so much bigger than just me. And you have people as different from Donald Trump as Ron DeSantis, Jeb Bush, and even Mitt Romney admitting, yeah, this is horrible, and this is a lot bigger than Donald Trump. The, the, the only politician I can think of on the Republican side who doesn't get it is Asa Hutchinson, who just thinks, oh, this is terrible. You know, there's got to be a reason he's being indicted. Don't, don't get me started on the former Arkansas governor. Don't get me started on that. All right, you've been listening to episode 391 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed on the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers. But they love us and we love them. If you have any questions for us, email us. Contact at docwashburnshow.com. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansour's Computer Solutions, 7th Floor, of the Ephemeral B. Smoot Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X, Senior Vice President, Engineering, IT, and Interoperability for the Doc Washburn Show. And that's the way it is. Friday, June 9th, 2023.